0: So the Minnesota Vikings lose to the Detroit Lions at home at U.S. Bank Stadium on White Sunday. Let's get into it. Hey there, Vikings Nation. Get ready to dive deep into the Skull State of Mind. Join our host, D. Woods, as he shares his unfiltered takes on all things Vikings. From expert game analysis to player controversies and everything in between. If you love the Vikings for better or worse, then you've come to the right place. So, grab a drink and let's talk all things purple and gold. This is the Skull State of Mind podcast. Welcome to the Skull State of Mind podcast. I'm your host, D Woods. I know I'm recording this video a little bit late. Uh, the holidays have to spend some time with family, and I'm going to give you guys a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. But let's get into this Vikings Lions recap. Well, the Minnesota Vikings lost to the Detroit Lions at home on whiteout Sunday. And with that loss, the Detroit Lions basically clinched their playoff spot and the division. If the Vikings would have won, the Vikings would have still been in play to win out and win a division. But that didn't go as planned. I mean, 30 to 24, I wouldn't consider that to be like a high flying game. It was, it was points being scored, but like, I feel that the, the offense for the Vikings had got a, le- a little stagnant and a little predictable. But I, I would say hats off to the Detroit Lions. They came in to US Bank and they did what they had to do. So hats off to them. Congratulations for them. You know, they won the division, whatever. Moving on. But let's talk about the defense for a little bit. In my opinion, I feel that the defense actually did their job. When it came down to, like, timely stops, especially, like, you know, the last couple of series of the game, I feel like the defense did their job and gave the offense the ball. And the offense kind of shot themselves in the foot all day. I mean, we're going to talk more about Kevin O'Connell and and Nick Mullins later in this video. But for the defense, I pretty much saw what I needed to see because I was questioning – you know Brian Flores' defense—the last game against Cincinnati down the line. I mean, I understand this is the NFL, and you know passing and big plays is going is going to happen. You're more than likely you're not going to be able to stop uh, your opposing team every drive. But I feel like the defense was solid, and I feel like Brian Flores actually made adjustments with the players that he had available, and basically still able to have a good defense of performance on Sunday against Detroit lions. So hats off to, to them, to Brian Flores for making the, the right tweaks. But, you know, it's kind of like, you know, the, the players that Brian Flores has at his disposal, you know, you got players going in and out and it's kind of like, they still were able to get the job done. Um, Nick Mullins. All right, look, <coughs> excuse me, Nick Mullins, four interceptions, for 411 yards, but you still threw four interceptions. And I think those, those turnovers is what cost the Minnesota Vikings this game. I really feel like they could have won this game if they wouldn't have had so many turnovers, but the Vikings been turning over the ball all season. So, I mean, do we actually think that they're going to get their turnovers solved with the last three weeks in the season? Probably not, but I saw Mullen slinging the ball I mean, Justin Jefferson is the great eraser. You know, 141 yards, one touchdown. <clears throat> Some cases was like so amazing. KJ Osborne stepped up, in my opinion, with 95 yards. But I mean, we we know what we know in Nick Mullins. Mullins, like we we know what kind of player he is. We we know how he wants to be a gunslinger. We we know that, and it's kind of like I'm left saying like, what if with this season? Because it's kind of like. All right, we started Mullins, and we're, we, we, we've we lost the last two games, basically. And the last two games we lost, basically, because he's made stupid-ass decisions and turning the ball over. I mean, even though there were four interceptions, it could have been a lot more than a four. It could have been a pick system there just like it was last week, and defensive players actually dropped the ball. So Nick Mullins is the backup, and – um, I don't want to talk too much about Kirk and say, oh, we could have won this game with Kirk because we still, we never know. Um, But it's kind of like, what, what, what the hell happened? And like, like, come on, dude, this is a big one for me. The lack of a ground attack. The Minnesota Vikings only ran the ball 11 times on Sunday morning. What the fuck? Like Ty Chandler had a great game against Cincinnati. And I feel like, Kevin O'Connell didn't allow him to get a rhythm and get golden, get and get going and build some type of momentum. And it was kind of basically like, oh, we're just gonna drop Mullins back and pass. And it's like the best thing that you can do and and basically complement a backup quarterback or a young quarterback is a good defense check and consistently running the ball. And I feel like with the lack of a running attack, like, you only ran the ball 11 times. I mean, there was the Minnesota Vikings led in this game and they could have protected their lead if they decided to run the ball. But they just decided not to. And I just I I just I just really don't understand it like the logic with it like like Kevin O'Connell just doesn't like running the ball. And I I think I thinking about this and I've been thinking about this for the past couple of couple of days. So Kevin O'Connell is a part of the the Sean McVay um, tree with Shanahan and you know everybody else, right? But he's the only one off of this tree that can't run the ball consistently. Sean McVay, you saw what he did with Todd Gurley, and you saw what he's doing now with this rookie running back. Um, uh, forgot uh, Kylan or whatever. I forgot his name. You saw, you see what he's doing with there consistently running the ball. You see what Lafleur is doing in Green Bay with, you know, with with uh, Aaron Jones and and AJ Dillon be able to run the ball like Kevin O'Connell is the only one that can't run the ball like he just doesn't doesn't want to do it Shanahan we know Shanahan will pound the ball so it's kind of like I have a lot of questions about Kevin O'Connell right now and running the ball is one of them and it's like you put Alexander Madison in the game and even though you gave him two carries I feel like those carries kind of killed the drives because he basically went nowhere I mean he had two carries for negative one yards. Like if he wasn't healthy, why are you playing him? And if you wasn't even getting any pop from him and you start, why even put him in the game? Like it's, it's just ridiculous. So let's talk about Kevin O'Connell. All right. There's a lot of talk out there where people are saying Kevin O'Connell should be fired. And Kevin O'Connell is not a good coach. And I'm still going to reserve those thoughts and firing him. And, you know, because he's only on the second season and he's only this is only his second time was his second year as a head coach of, a, of an NFL football team. And I feel like next year is the year if he doesn't make the proper adjustments, in my opinion, where I'm going to start calling for his job. As of right now, I'm just going to criticize him. You know, for the things that he's doing on offense and the way he's, you know, running this team and the game management. Now, let's Nick Mullins. Now, I feel like this. I feel like basically when when Kirk Cousins went down with the Achilles injury, Jaron Hall was basically the only available quarterback. I understand the situation with Josh Dobbs coming in there because you only had one healthy quarterback on the roster, which was Jaron Hall. And Jaron Hall actually got hurt the next game in Atlanta. So Dobbs had to play. And then the next week, you know, Mullins is back off an injury. But I felt after you decided to go away from Josh Dobbs and bench him because basically the offense wasn't going anywhere and there was a big catastrophe and the turnovers and stuff like that, I just felt like it was in the team's best interest to start Jaron Hall. And I know people were like, oh, if you start Jaron Hall, you're basically, you know, putting the season. And I didn't really look at it as putting the season. And I'm really questioning, you know, the the way Kevin O'Connell handled this quarterback situation. I feel that you're starting Nick Mullins and you're basically he's basically giving you the same thing that Josh Dobbs did with all these turnovers. And I kind of feel like if you would have just started Jaron Hall, even if he struggled and you know, didn't play well. I kind of felt like at least you would have learned something in in that aspect. And now the Minnesota Vikings are basically fighting for a playoff spot. Like they have to win out to even try to get into the playoffs. And I feel like if they would have been able to take care of business multiple times, if 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 Kevin O'Connell was able to bench Jaron Hall and, you know, put somebody else in against the Chicago game, they could have won that game. Like if he was able to to basically you know call better plays against the game and win that game, I mean, there's a lot of what is, but I don't make any excuses. I'm just really questioning Kevin O'Connell going forward, and I feel like as of right now, there's there's like why not start Jaron Hall the rest of the season because it's kind of like like what do you have if you're gonna if you're gonna allow Nick Mullins to go out there and have all these turnovers why not the rookie do the same thing and actually grow from it because we already know what nick walnuts is and kevin o'connor with the play calling and the, the basically the lack of you know trying to run the ball um it's just a lot of issues for me going forward um but this is a bigger issue that you know we need to talk about as vikings fans um there were a lot of injuries you know throughout the season but it feels like the injuries are continu- are starting to, like, pile on the Minnesota Vikings. And it's getting, like, worse and worse. Um, as of this recording, we still don't know the severity of TJ Hawkins' in- injury. They're saying it's an MCL, PCL, and he might be out, you know, for some time. I mean, it's unfortunate. I mean, the guy was having a, having a great year. Um, um, DJ Wanham basically tore his quad. So he's out for the season. I mean, it's just it's just injuries, man. But injuries are a part of the game. I just feel like, you know, this season could have been a good season. And now we're, like, at the end of the last two weeks, and these injuries are piling and piling up. Um, I'll do a reaction video later, it's just, you know, when it's released about TJ Hawkinson. But it's it's, it's a sad case, man. Like, I, I felt that the guy was playing, like, all world this year. And just for him to be – you know, kicked out the game for for a knee injury, but injuries do happen. All right, looking forward. Looking forward, first off, like I said before, this is what I want to happen. I want to see Jaron Hall the last two games. Even if the Minnesota Vikings make the playoffs, I want to see Jaron Hall. Okay, that's first. Defensively, Brian Flores, you're doing a great job. You made some adjustments, but still, I kind of think some of these teams have some tape on your defense now, and they're starting to figure out, you know, where to throw the ball and where the defense is soft. That happens. Running the ball. Kevin O'Connell has to get more consistent running the ball. I know this is the last two weeks of the season, and basically he is what he is running the ball, but if you want to try to sneak in this playoffs and do anything, you're going to have to do that, but... We're gonna have to see because it's kind of like, you know, the Minnesota Vikings are basically, you know, on their last weeks. Every, every game this point now is a playoff game. So, thank you guys for watching the, you know, the, my channel. You know, reaching out, I really appreciate it. You know, like I said before, um, happy holidays and everything. Skull Vikings, and let's get out of here.